and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune into Brad and Brit. The Brad and Brit cast. It's underway. If you uh, heard what we were just talking about before the curtain opened, you know we're uh, we're very, very happy. I've already sent a congratulatory little tweet to my friend Aaron Rodgers. Uh, my headline on that, if it was going to be one of the choices, and it don't have to, it was going to be Aaron Rodgers not packering it in. You nice. see, the I phrase is called say. pack it in. Packing. So he's on this team. Packers, yeah. <laughs> so what they so what he, so that they've guaranteed does he he's not guaranteed 200 million dollars is he's just no. guaranteed a lot the first yeah. year and then he can yeah. stay and it'll it'll total 200 million which by the way by the time he retires yeah that's going to be nothing okay so should because, be you know, what is that six gallons of gas by the time he retires six gallons of gas yeah. you know because we'll all be uh, uh carrying our our money around in big wheelbarrows it'll be like germany in the 19 19- I, I got to tell 20s. you, I got to tell you, the, the gas station that's up by me, not the, the good one, but the kind of creepy one that's like across the road from the good one from Pilot. Yeah, they they were stuck on three sixty nine for a few days while the people across the street were over four bucks. And so I, I took advantage of it a couple of days ago, made sure I topped off. Finally, today, they gave up the ghost. They're four oh nine. Like everybody around here, they finally they said they said we're done. We have to we have to figure this out. And they're at four dollars and nine cents, which is the popular price in my area. Yeah. As of right now. What's, well, have, have you been to Costco? What's what's Costco doing? Do you know? Oh, I don't. You know, they're they're all no matter what it is, they're always twenty or thirty cents. Yeah. Below everything, and I'm I'm sure that ratio won't change at all. Everything goes up in in lockstep, and it seems uh, to be. it's going to be you know it it it's going to be tough for a while, but it it is quite interesting because. Uh, as you know, as you know, uh, I do pay attention to the financial markets and it was thought, at least I thought, smart people like me thought we knew that today would be equal or worse than yesterday because early this morning it was out that Joe Biden was going to ban Russian oil imports and there's no doubt about it. That's the end. That was going to kill financial markets because the price of oil would just go go crazy because as you know we get 99 percent of our petroleum from russia no we don't <laughs> no but it's enough to affect the world no, market don't. you can't shit on it well, like that. But, I mean, no but it but no but it, it doesn't affect the world mar- it doesn't affect it really doesn't because it's a world price and the oil goes somewhere and just because we ain't buying it Probably somebody else will, yeah. and and so uh, as you can see, the uh, financial markets as we we speak have completely gone. Well, they were going straight up uh, for the last hour and a half before we started, and I don't know where they are now. It's better than but, it has. So been. you can't, you can't it's predict than that. It, it's better than it has been recently, as I'm looking. At oh, I know, green. but but There's that but up. that's the point. You, yeah. we are living minute to minute. We're, yeah. we're living minute to minute. Twenty minutes ago. I didn't know whether Aaron Rodgers was ever going to play again, let alone for the Packers. And look what happened. Oh, it's amazing. He went straight to $200 million. Yeah, okay. look, The Libs really canceled him on that whole COVID thing, didn't they? Oh. Well, they got rid it, of his ass. You know, oh, they destroyed him. Yeah. There, there's no free expression left in this country. He'll, he'll never, never work again. Never, <laughs> never work again. Look at what happens to Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's still getting paid. Yeah. Like he always has. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please cancel me. Somebody cancel me quick. 
God dang. All right, let me need to get canceled. Let me give you some uh, some choices here, okay? And and I'm going to I'm going to skew you here. Jeopardy idiot. Okay. Uh, don't say war, don't say invasion in Russia and don't say gay in Florida. Yeah. Or it's the Democrats who don't want diversity in the judiciary, Jerry. <laughs> I'm going to do the Jeopardy idiot thing because it's just too irresistible. Because I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. Yeah. Um, and I, I went a long time, I have to say, I went a long time without really watching it very frequently. It, yeah. it was on accidentally. You know, th- there I was. And, and I don't want to think it's because they've had these streaks that's gotten my attention more, but I guess whether I acknowledge it or not, it, it did get my attention. And so we started watching it and now I've set my, uh, my, my, uh, uh beta max to record, it, uh, every day. So we don't worry about it and you know, it gets recorded and we watch it at eight 30, nine o'clock, whatever it fills in time. It's great to, uh, to do it that way. Cause a jeopardy show is really about 16 minutes long. It really yeah. is. When you when you knock out the uh, the commercials anyway, so they had this guy come on last night, and uh, he bills himself as an SAT coach. Right. Not only does he say he's an SAT coach, he says I'm the best in the business. I I myself got perfect scores on the SATs. I got eight hundreds. I got thirty sixes on the ACTs when I took it which is obnoxious enough. So immediately your, says, your, your, your antenna has to go up, right? But wait, wait, then, the, but this is the worst. This is the worst. Then he says, and I got a perfect score on my PSAT. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. To, to, no one in the world ever, right? Isn't that the thing you take in like ninth grade? Yeah. Something like grade? that. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's training wheels and it just, it's just not part of the conversation unless you're a dick. Yeah, Unless sure. you're on at that moment at the beginning of the show um, where you somehow think that you can scare or intimidate the other people because yeah. you got 800s. You're really, really smart. You're so smart that if you were a lawyer, Tucker Carlson couldn't say anything about you. You get perfect scores. <laughs> you get perfect scores. He's just the best. So he has, and you can you Google his name and Las Vegas, and and there it is. He's got a LinkedIn page. He's got a, a thriving business in SAT, ACT, probably LSAT coaching. He's got a bunch of employees. They got all the the usual shit. Oh, he's great. He helped me. Blah 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 blah. All right. But this is at the interview point of the game. That always comes halfway through regular jeopardy so there's already some questions that have been asked and answered and he's already fucking up big time he's given stupid answers which is great i love it then he comes brags about how brilliant he really must be and i said this guy is the worst he is such a loser he is such a fraud he there is nothing going on he's getting smoked he's getting smoked by two girls (laughs) two girls and uh he goes on and does so wonderfully terribly that he isn't even allowed to participate in final jeopardy. Cause if right. you're below zero negative, but you know, when they come back from the commercial for final jeopardy, 
it's it's as if they'd push the button dr evil and you disappeared below the podium you're not there anymore right and then you have to do the walk of shame when the game is all over and you walk back out um but i just loved the fact that this test freak who in my opinion runs a business that has contributed horrible things to this country he has made it possible for people to game the system to study for the test to get higher scores than they otherwise would have. It's class warfare. If you're not rich enough, you can't afford to study with someone like this guy. But he, this is my opinion, he is the Doug Flutie of tests because he had one great moment in his life, maybe a couple, when he got those scores. And he spun that into a career. There he is, Cooper Test Prep. That's him, Clay Cooper. Flutie had one great pass in college to Gerard (laughs) Phelan, Boston College against Notre Dame, and, and right? Now, to be fair, though, Doug Flutie did have to play in the NFL and prove himself, and he was yeah. not a bad quarterback. He did okay. He had an okay career. I think he right. also, in college overall, was a very good quarterback, too. I don't think it was just one moment, but yes. I know. Time. I know, but it was, the, it was the only thing I could think of at the moment. Just one. <laughs> think of an – all right. You, you think the guy, the, the, guy who, right the guy who caught the ball against his helmet, Tyree, David Tyree in the Super Bowl. That guy. Okay. There you go. That's a yeah. one-hit wonder right there. Right now, is he still getting mileage out of that? He wrote a book. That was like his thing. Is he wrote a book about it? It was his journey through faith and whatever and all that yeah. happiness. And then that that was his thing. And now he's pretty much dead. Yeah, that's that's him. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the, and that's you know the there have been got you know there have been guys that have hit home runs in in incredible moments in their career, and it's like the only famous home run they've had. But okay. But I just love the fact that this guy got his comeuppance so beautifully because now he has to go back to his business of SAT coach and face people who they're going to know this is you can't hide this. This is a, it's a pretty widely circulated little show there. I hear is that going to um, be good for business, you think? No, I think it's the I think he's yeah. killed his brand. It's pretty funny. I really think he has now. Yeah. Jane says to me, you know what? The colleges would be better off if they put people in a Jeopardy kind of situation. Wow. As some kind of test, as opposed to the stupid SAT, which, as you know, colleges and universities are more and more not using it for admission standards. And this guy was dead on proof, absolute dead on proof as to why that's a good idea. Because just because you can ace the test, and you you know what's coming up, and you may have studied for it, and you, you that does not mean that in the real world and the Jeopardy situation is it's not the real world, but it's more real than just the testing situation, don't you think? So oh, I'm glad, question. I'm glad. Yeah, and I uh, uh, we'll be following this, and we'll be waiting for him to go out of business. At which case, we'll celebrate. <laughs> It'd be Joe Biden's but, fault. That's who yeah. fault it'll be. But I. I, uh, and, and, you know, there was a there was a question and, and an answer that really I, I, I was just uh, astounded. It was, uh, um, uh, well, of course, the correct question. And by the way, the show is deteriorated just like America. They don't yeah. uphold oh. their own standards oh, anymore. You, oh, yeah. Back in back. No, back when America was great, yeah. you had to uh, give your response in the form of a question because mm-hmm. those are the answers up on the board and art Fleming and or Trebek would scold you and say form of a question. And you'd have to restate it in the form of a question. They don't do that anymore. 
Okay. And not only that, you can use the wrong interrogative over and over and over again, like that Matt fuckface who was on. You're so annoying. You're you're so I'm not annoying. I'm correct. I'm totally right. I'm so right. Because if 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 and not only that, they allow you to just give last names. Okay. (laughs) Which president wait, which president? Which president picked up dogs by their ears? Oh, uh, Johnson. You, that'll they, be fine. They, well, was that Andrew no, they Johnson? Just, or is that going to be? The, the, what? No, no. For, no. First of all, this guy would go, um, what is Johnson? Well, you know what Johnson is? My it's dad. down here in my pants. Okay. <laughs> and and, if you would and which Johnson are you talking about? Okay. Anyway, so that's my, yeah, that's, my, that's my Jeopardy rant for the day. They need you and as I'll, like your the ombudsman or something of that show, so you can just be annoying as shit. I'm, re- stop, I'm actually not, Britt. If if you look at some of the websites of of the real fanatics who track everything, it's pretty hilarious. It's really funny. That's and funny. of course, I think long before Room Rater, where they would rate the background of people on TV, like my, I think I'd get a pretty high room rate. You do, don't okay. you think? Yeah, you do. Fine. I do okay because I I have an American flag. I have bookshelves. Yeah, it's it, a busy. It, it looks like I actually do important things, which I don't. No, and, and that's the most important thing. It looks like a no. library where actually stuff is right. researched and right. looked up and stuff. And, right, and it's not. It's just shit that's piled up. <laughs> 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 I've gotten rid of yet, but it kind of looks. It, so what it, was it? What was the question? The question, the correct question, and all that shit. No, but, no, no. So, so here it was. So the the answer is what is IBM, and the the question was something like, uh, "This company is uh, known as Big Blue yeah, yeah. on the New York Stock Exchange. It's a Fortune 500 company." And the three of them all stood there. Nobody even attempted, and I thought, "Wow, whoa." Whoa, because you can real you can really feel yourself getting older watching that show because anytime they dive into something yeah. that's even remotely uh, historical dealing with pop culture, anything that isn't the last 20 years, you're very often going to get. <laughs> you know that Stanley Kubrick, he called the he called the rogue robot or the rogue computer in 2001. How? Because H.A.L. is one letter off from I.B.M. You, did you did you is realize that the that, reason that he did that's that? That's the reason. That's the reason he did that. Really? That's it wasn't correct. because he was a big fan of Ask How the referee, Hal Leibowitz of the Cleveland Plain Dealer, who answers sports questions <laughs> as, as, seen as a in sports the, editor for fifty years, as seen in the Sporting News. No, that it wasn't because of that at all. That's correct. It, and, and, and that's why the movie was called Shallow Hal, because it was going to be called Shallow IBM. And it wasn't. IBM said no. We got a trademark on that. Nix it. We're wow. getting rid of that. Uh, let's uh, do we're, the. We're, uh, Let's do being gay in Florida. That's the on the next on your agenda. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I just want to start with um, uh, the fact, and there, uh, it's almost hard to talk about breaking any kind of news out of uh, Ukraine and, and Russia right now because it changes so fast. But one thing over the last five days that we've certainly learned is that uh, when Vladimir Putin wants a law, past he doesn't have a, a joe manchke getting in the way right when he wants a law he gets shit done which is why trump admires him right yeah of course when when vladimir putin says the press is the enemy of the people he fucking kicks ass not like donald trump 
who just stands at his rallies points at the 25 cameras and said, none of you are going to ever show the giant crowd. That he says the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. He's still saying the same thing over and over again. Uh, we have to open up the libel laws. We have, all that shit. But Putin, there's a strong leader who, who goes after the enemy of the people. And he's showing it now because, as you know, the rules have changed very, very quickly. And uh, any member of the press, domestic or international, that calls what is uh, going on in Ukraine an invasion or a war is subject to arrest with a possible 15-year jail term for lying. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, it's just a, uh, a little, uh, what, what is he calling it? A, an inc- it's got some kind of fucking bullshit euphemism. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I have it on here somewhere, but everybody knows. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a little police action. Police it's action. A, there you go. That's what it is. He's, he's, stamping, at, down the, he's stamping down the Nazis. Yeah. That's what he's doing. That's yeah. what Putin's doing right. in Ukraine. Right, right. He, he, he's liberating oppressed people from their oppressors, the, the, uh, the Nazi Ukrainians, something like yeah, that. Right. That's right. So if you call it that, then, then you're good. All right. So, so uh, just about every American news organization has said, see, ya, and today the New York times pull all of its correspondence out of there. And I thought, and, and we'll, we'll get to the, uh, the don't say gay part of this in just a moment. But, uh, I, I looked up to make sure I knew who was the originator of just call it a banana. All right. Here's the answer. And I know you're thinking, what is he talking about? In Jimmy Carter's administration, he had oh. uh, one of his leading economic guys, Alfred Kahn, yeah. who wrote a memo of a paper one day and, and said, you know, there's about 20% chance of a depression. Things are so bad right now. Inflation Jeez. was was way higher than it is now, and he got whacked for it. So he comes out and says, all right, I'm not going to use the D word anymore. I'm going to call it a banana. I'm going to, instead of saying it's a depression, it's a banana. So I know this was never going to work in Russia, but if the um, uh, people had decided in the media all over the place that uh, we're not going to call it a war, we're not going to call it an invasion, we'll call it a banana, and people in Russia will know what we're really talking about. It never got, it never got to that point, and uh, there, there was no opportunity for it to, to advance that far. But uh, they're, all, they're all out of there now, and uh, so this is bad for us because we're not going to be able to see how many people are protesting. We're not going to see the arrests. We're not going to see what Vladimir Putin, who, remember, who's his idol? Who's his idol? Stalin? Mm-hmm. I guess he is in the history of Russia. When was Russia really great? Under Stalin, right? It was great. Well, Stalin, of course, had hundreds and hundreds of labor camps, mostly scattered out there in Siberia. And it's almost impossible to think about the fact or understand or or comprehend that Russia covers 11 time zones, right? The United States does not cover 11 time zones from the east coast of Hawaii, no, right? Because it does not. West, uh, Hawaii is only, uh, I think it's uh, three more time zones over, two or three more. So at best, we're, we're seven or eight, full, full width of the country. So Russia is way, way bigger than that. So they got plenty of room to hide people out there 
and 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 put them away. And I'm afraid that that's what Putin's plan might be, because the only way that you're going to be able to hermetically seal off your country, which is what he's trying to do from technology and from information, is to just round up so many people that, of course, other people tell them it's not worth it, and then everybody shuts up, and you have a complete 100% police state, which is, that's that's what this is the road to, don't you think? That's mm-hmm. what this is all about. Um, because we don't, and by the way, do we know, I haven't heard this, haven't read it, maybe I've missed it, what is going on with the people who've been arrested? Have they already been sentenced? Because, you know, I guess in Russia, you know, you don't, you're not have a right to a trial. You don't have a right to an attorney. Get the right to uh, shit. You don't have any of that. They can just sit, they can either shoot you on sight or send you off. So we haven't heard about that. But once the press is gone, well, yeah. it's really easy. It's really easy for them to do what they need to do. Uh, for this whole thing about, oh, sunshine is the best disinfectant. Uh, great. Um, well, the sunshine is gone. It's going away if there ever was much left. Um, so anyway, so so how do we uh, how do we uh, uh, turn that from uh, uh, don't say war, don't say invasion in Russia to don't say gay in Florida? The answer is that piece of legislation was signed on Tuesday morning by the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, and of course, don't say gay is a you know, it's a larger. It's a large description of uh, this intervention by the state of Florida into the curriculum of schools because it was feared that just talking, just talking about certain subjects is likely to lead kids astray. Mm. Although from personal experience, I can tell you maybe not talking about it may lead kids Interesting thought. astray. But Interesting. again... It's not about me. Well, um, in, th- in this case, maybe the anecdotal becomes universal. I don't know. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of difficult. If you're, let's pretend you're a big fan of Ron DeSantis. You're a Republican. Okay. You like him in Florida. You think he's got the, he's got the goods. So wait a minute. You're saying, um, imagine I'm an asshole. Is that what you're saying? Like a bigger asshole than I am now. It's not hard to do. Okay. I'll try. I'm going to, I'm going to give it a shot. Imagine you're an asshole. It isn't hard to do. <laughs> uh, and, and you 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 like you like the cut of his jib. Sure. You like the fact that he's he's very Trumpian in a lot of the things that he thinks and says, but his style is so much less confrontational. He's such a he's a nice guy. You know, and his wife has been very, very sick. She's recovered, yeah. I believe on the road to, um, and, uh, she had cancer and things like, so he's, he's a human. He's a lot better than I, I like him a lot. And this don't say gay. I like that. I'm sick of this gay agenda. I'm sick of this transgender agenda. I'm sick of the pronoun problem in the country. And thank God in Florida, that's where it starts. Those of us who don't believe that's a correct kind of legislation, that's intrusive, that it's a, it's a, a, a hindrance, on free expression of ideas. Um, well, we believe in freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. And if you are a Republican who supports Ron DeSantis, but you love the fact that the Ukrainians are standing up for freedom, and you hate the fact that Vladimir Putin 
is crushing freedom over there. They don't, they can't all fit together. You can't be, and this is the problem that we had in our, our military for you know, 100 years where black people would fight for the United States and then come home and not be able to sit in a restaurant with you or stay in the same hotel. They had more rights when they were fighting for us. So uh, we're cool with the Ukrainians standing up for freedom. Um, but we're, we're not so cool here. We're going to put restrictions on, on, on things that you never thought in a million years would need to be restricted. I think it's a, I think it's a bad piece of legislation. I don't think it was necessary. Um, well, is, the, I don't, is the idea you, is you the, don't is the idea behind this is the reason that we have so many gay kids is because we keep talking about it. Is that is that literally what they think is happening? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I can't. I don't. I don't understand the whole idea. Is if you don't present the option or if you don't talk about what it is, then all of a sudden there just won't be as many or any gay kids. I don't. I don't even understand what they're trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's take a look at it here. Let's look at the story. <clears throat> this is from today's uh, Miami Herald. All right. Or uh, for you uh, Spanish-speaking people who are watching the podcast, it's El Herald. El Herald. That's <laughs> Thank called. you. Uh, the chance of dozens of students across Florida could be heard through the walls of the Senate chamber yesterday as lawmakers debated the proposal to bar lessons about sexual orientation and gender identity from kindergarten to third grade. We say gay. Today, an emotionally divided Senate voted 22 to 17 to pass it, dubbed the don't say gay bill by opponents and the parental rights and education bill by Republicans. Two Republicans voted against the measure with Democrats. Mm -hmm. And now the governor will sign it. And this is part of Republicans broader push to prioritize parents in the state's education. And I don't know how you made it through, Britt. I don't know how I made it through. I don't know how my kids made it through without me butting in and telling my school, my teachers, what to teach my kids. I don't know how we did it. I don't, uh, and, and yet I'll tell you what this does. I think this is a degradation of teachers again. This is throwing sand in their face and saying, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. Just teach what we tell you to teach. You are not a professional. Right. You are not well-educated. You do not have any judgment. And you're unable to make decisions on your own. So if this isn't the all-time uh, macro-management, I don't even call it micromanagement. Let's call it macro-management of people who you should be able to trust. Um, I don't know what is. I think this is just wrong. I think it's well, the, and this is all this all feels like this is the byproduct of that Glenn Youngkin shit from uh, Virginia. It's because they were they were talking about a, you know, a uh, parent's bill of rights and all that stuff. Well, that kind right. of he didn't like start it. He 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 didn't start it. People didn't get the idea from him. He was just part of he was just one car in the middle of the train. And, but this and feels he, like a, it worked a, for him. Yeah. A codification of that sort of stuff. And then yeah. you had certain people saying things like, well, we don't need the parents getting involved. And that was taken and run down the field by the right wing. And now the, the playbook has been written for people like DeSantis and for anybody who's going to run for governor, any, any office really as a Republican. I'm very surprised that the, the parent parental bill of rights has not become a major GOP talking point 
in the 2022 midterms. Well, in, you don't you don't want to blow your your a wad of cash early in the game. Okay? Well, I don't you want to keep they, some in your pocket. I, I just for, don't think they, they have a strategy. I don't think there's any strategy at all for these guys, no. except just you uh, know, Joe Biden is weak. He sucks and he's old. You know. And by the way, we can you know how's how's that price of bread going for you? That's that's essentially what it's going to be for the Republicans when it comes to the mid. Well, here's what you speak of. The initiative in Florida, single out lessons about sexual orientation and gender identity, is part of a national conservative push, a broader national conservative push to target the rights of transgender kids in Florida. It's a continuation from last year when their legislature barred transgender people from participating in women's and girls scholastic sports because that needed legislation it couldn't be discussed it couldn't be every case isn't the same every person okay DeSantis has backed the proposal of course if he signs it into law you will be able to as a parent sue your school district or take your concerns to the state board of education if you think your child's school has violated the measures provision so let's pull that out a second this is part of the in Florida you turn in people who uh, are trying to get an abortion or someone who drives someone to get an abortion. Um, this is all about uh, turning citizens into vigilantes Yes, at a certain level, don't you yes, think? That's correct. Yeah. That's exactly what we're looking at right there. Is your, this, just, is our, this, is like, this is invasion of the body snatchers and all that shit. This is exactly what this is. Yeah. All right. Um, it's the Democrats. It's the Democrats who don't want diversity in the judiciary. Are you aware of that? I was not aware of this. Ah, yeah. And, and by the way, this is the weakest attempt to do a turnaround I've ever seen. Okay. okay. And and this is courtesy, of course, of Fox News carrying water for whatever the the angle of this, this uh, advertising campaign by Republicans is. And it's probably nowhere on tv it's only digital which means you know you can spend 40 bucks right and get something out there people repeat it uh the charge is that people like chuck schumer is hypocritical on racial and gender identity and diversity in the federal judiciary and this is just ahead of the supreme court nomination hearings for uh katani brown jackson and uh, here's what they're saying. Here's the angle that Chuck Schumer and Dick Durbin, who's uh, he's the, the head of the Senate Judiciary Committee. I think he's was he number two or number three behind behind Schumer and Sheldon Whitehouse, extreme liberal from Rhode Island, just like the one we had on yesterday. An extreme liberal <laughs> from, from Rhode, Rhode Island. Island. <laughs> right. Right. Um, and they went and looked at their voting record for minority candidates and women when Trump would nominate them during Trump. Now, remember why, and I think we can say this before I give you the numbers, whenever Trump would nominate a, a minority or a woman candidate, very often, okay, they would be extremely conservative, mm-hmm. federalist society types, it didn't matter that they were black or or women or not white males. They're all cut from the same cloth. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So Dick Durbin voted 
against 81% of the time of female and minority candidates. Sheldon Whitehouse, 71%, and Chuck Schumer, 95% against Trump's female and minority federal appeals court candidates. And they're trying to say that that's proof that it's the Democrats who yeah. don't want diversity. That's okay. That, and they're, they're trying to make that case. So does that mean that they're trying to build a case for why they should be able to vote against Judge Jackson? Of course it is. Uh, I would argue that that actually is proof that these three Democrats are wholly consistent in their ideas about who is qualified based on answers to questions they gave. Remember how many times over the last four years or during Trump's term, we had stories where a judicial nominee would sit there and when asked, do you think that Brown versus Board of Education yeah. is settled law? Right. Right. Desegregated the schools. 1955, Topeka, Kansas, one of the five most famous. And they would all hedge. They weren't sure. Might need to revisit that. Right. And so they, they got voted against. And um, I mean, th th this is bullshit, of course. Yeah, this is an attempt to deflect. This is an attempt to try to play the, yeah, but you did it too kind of, of thing. Uh, that's the best they've got. If that's the best they've got, uh, you know, she's, she's going to get confirmed anyway what do you think they're going to go hard on her though do you think that's they're going to be that's there's just no they're kind of in too deep well, at this point let's put it this way if if all they can muster is a little i think it says here a uh, five-figure purchase of advertising about this subject they know it's nothing i think they're doing it to mollify their own people you said show. a mouthful right there see that's the thing they pretty much yeah. have to do that because they think that their base wants this. They they think they want that their base wants this woman to be attacked in public. Now, you can go ahead and extrapolate as to why you you think that their base wants this. Can you think of a reason why the, the, the Republican oh. base would want to see this happen? Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of it's kind of ridiculous the entire thing. Yeah. But yes, they're they're but wait. Deep. now hang on. I don't have the raw numbers. Of what, yeah, eighty-five percent, seventy-one percent. That could mean you know eight nominees out of three hundred, and Schumer voted against seven of them. So he's like you know eighty-five percent against one, because the the vast percentage of Trump's nominees were white men. Okay, again, this story is an attempt to deflect away from that and make it seem that something is. Um, you know, that, that, that really is. So uh, it's, it's, it's weak. It's all they got. Let them, let them work it. Let it them is. That's again, this is part of their midterm strategy. This is like the deal, right? That's, that's what they got. We, well, we, but, we still don't like black people. We still, we're going to be out there fighting. But we can't say people. it. We, we, but we can't yeah. say it that way. We can't say it. But that's we try to say it by saying that you don't like them worse than we do. Exactly. <laughs> you're you're worse than us. That's that's a that's a great place to uh, wait. You want another? Wait. Here's another poll. I, this is a great. I love this one. You may have seen this one. This is on uh, our uh, our one of our favorite sites, Mediaite, and the headline: oh, Majority of Democrats polled say they would flee, not stay and fight, 
if Russia invaded the U.S. All right, so who came up with the idea to to pull this one? Okay, because naturally we're watching what's going on in Ukraine where uh, we are just dazzled. We are just beyond admiration for the willingness of Ukrainians to uh, stand and defend and stay and defend their country. We can have a separate discussion later on in one of our breakaway sessions, small group, which meets on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 10 in the morning instead of today's lecture on uh, the dangers of nationalism overall. But uh, when it's focused this way and you are being attacked by a much bigger country, there's not a damn thing wrong with it. And it's helping to motivate, obviously, the Ukrainians to fight 10 times harder against an army that might be 10 times better equipped and uh, manned in terms of numbers. And usually what that means is the little guy does win. And so far, uh, that's what's going on. So here's here's what they did. Uh, this is Quinnipiac that was commissioned to do this one. Uh, overall, 55% of respondents say they would stay and fight. This is if the Russians invaded the United States. What movie was that? Didn't we have some movies that have been Red made Dawn. where the Russians... Uh, Red Dawn, ladies and yeah. gentlemen, was from okay. the 1980s. They remade right, 55%. it. 55%. Go ahead. When they remade it, I think it was the Koreans that actually were the bad guys, and that was a few oh, years I, ago. I was thinking this. Do the Russians get to be the bad guys now again in all the movies? Because they, they faded away. It's tough. They you gotta, faded you, away. You got to immediately start to rush into production. Rocky Four, Top Gun, and Red Dawn. You immediately have to get those movies like right now. Because, but it looks like they're going to be the bad guys for a while. So you got a little bit of time. Yeah, you got, I mean, you got this, a little this, bit of time here. And and I don't understand why uh, Xi Jinping doesn't you know acknowledge that 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 that's a big help to him. Fifty here that fifty five percent of respondents said they would stay and fight. Thirty eight percent said they would leave the country. Seven percent said, of course, they don't know, don't understand the question. Understand the questions okay. as always. All right. Now, by party, sixty eight percent of Republicans said they would stay and fight. Twenty five percent said they would leave. And 6% didn't get it. Uh, Independence, 57%. All right, so it's 68% of Republicans say they would stay and fight. 57% of independents and uh, 52% of Democrats would leave. Only 40% say they would stay and fight because, as you know, Democrats hate America. And they're wussies. And they're just weak. And and so isn't that uh, now? This is my theory. Ready? Here's my theory. Please help me. This poll, this is the all-time attempt to deflect from the fact that the greatest chicken hawks in recent history in this country, prominent people who talked war, who talked tough, but figured out how to evade the draft in Vietnam or do service that wasn't exactly what you call frontline service, the huge majority of them in public office, in high positions, in prominent are Republicans. Okay, you ready? You want the names? Here we go. Donald Trump, Rush Limbaugh, Ted Nugent, yeah. Mitt Romney. True. He, he went conscientious objector. Okay. Uh, Dick Cheney, yeah. uh, George W. Bush. George I w. know Bush. He, stopped, he stopped Oklahoma from invading Texas <laughs> in 1960. I How understand. How dare a, you? Uh, Newt Gingrich yeah. pretended to sign up for ROTC. So the list goes on. So I, I contend that this is exactly that kind 
of poll because you can hear it ringing in your ears already if this gets uh, repeated at, at, at night on Fox by the usual suspect. Little Democrats, they talk a good game. They support the Ukrainians for standing and fighting heroically. Uh, but when it comes time to defend their own country, they would cut and run. They would go to Canada, just like they all did in 1967 and 68, when they burned their draft card and undercut our wonderful president, Lyndon Baines Johnson, who actually, I, if I were alive then and on TV or commenting, I would have hated him. I would have hated his guts. But I'm going to pretend that because he was a warmonger president who lied about a war, which is good, we love that, that you get it. That they're trying to use this kind of polling, I think, as a cudgel. They will. We'll, we'll see where it, it goes. This is, a, this is a fairly it, new story today. It's stupid, and it appeals to a certain number of people. And speaking of stupid and appealing to a certain number of people, they're just not talking about the Freedom Convoy very much, Brad, as the Freedom Convoy has pretty much gone down the shitter in Washington, D.C. Uh, it has well, been defeated by regular traffic, according to at least the, guard, the independence uh, coverage here. Well, I would like to uh, uh, see you and raise you uh, 10 cents on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because think of what the word freedom means right now compared to even two weeks ago. Right. right? The the word freedom has been used like a a $5 bill in Republicans' pockets, and they just whip it out whenever they need it. Anytime, yeah. It's the the all-purpose. Why why do you refuse to wear a mask? Freedom. Freedom. Why are you resistant to vaccines? Freedom. Why aren't you wearing a condom? You pick a subject. I can answer it with freedom. And, And when you see people in their own country really putting it on the line for freedom, freedom from oppression, Freedom from being overrun, freedom from being killed. What? It really yeah. should shame you to you hide behind that word in this country think, where you don't think a bunch of diabetic guys trucking across the country on their fat asses. You don't think that and then trying to jam up traffic you think constitutes freedom. I don't understand. What's your point? Well, Brit, let's pretend we're on Jeopardy. OK, here's the an- <laughs> here, here's the answer. Here's the answer, okay? You have to provide and I want you to do it in the form of a question. All right, I'll see if I can do this. Which, which famous athlete who just signed a $200 million contract several months ago pretended to be a victim of cancel culture and that his freedom was being taken away because in a team situation where he would be in close contact with other people, he refused to be vaccinated, and worse, he lied about it for several months. What is Rogers? Britt Brit Whitmire. Go. What is, what is Rogers? I'm going to do it the most obnoxious way to piss you off. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> Not who is Aaron Rodgers. What is right. Rodgers? Uh <laughs> <laughs> That freedom convoy what, what? has fallen flat. It's flatter than, uh, as they used to say, a, a plate full of piss. It just ain't happening. Yeah. It, it, it didn't get any legs. We do have a slight problem. I didn't want to do this one story about the war. Uh, they're having a little problem with the funerals of the people that are dying yeah. in the war. They're not able to really cover those up so much. And so the word is getting out. When when he, I think it was when he went into either Georgia or Crimea, they were having the, the funerals like at 5 o'clock in the morning, right? So that nobody could see oh, people would. I mean, he's you, there's nothing di- more diabolical. Th- this guy is what you would say evil genius. The, in in the true sense of, I don't evil think it's genius, Brent. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't go evil genius with him because, um, 
He's an he, evil genius. I will go evil again. Genius. I think that, but I, I think this is a perfect example of a guy who doesn't understand how far under he is. Yeah. He may have lots of people around him who are all afraid to tell him the truth. And I think I haven't looked. Um, I wonder if someone has remade the famous uh, three and a half minute Hitler yeah. scene in the bunker yeah. where he has all these people around him telling him what he doesn't want to hear. And he goes berserk. Right. And I know you've seen the, the, the Hitler videos. Uh, be, I would think by now they've made one and, and turned Hitler into Putin because, yeah. you know, the war isn't going too well. Who wants to tell Putin? His answer, we got a problem. People are having funerals for dead soldiers. You're not going to win that one. You are not going to win that. And uh, we've now heard and read, I know the, the Washington Post and the Times have both done stories, probably elsewhere too, about uh, people in Ukraine who have relatives in Russia and when they talk on the phone, the people in Russia not only have no idea about the war and the invasion, they tell their Ukrainian relatives they're crazy. This is a, a, a perfectly legitimate uh, military operation right. to, to liberate and to help Ukraine. And then, of course, that's proof that Putin's uh, state-owned media is dominating so much in the lives of people that they can't see the truth, don't want to hear the truth. Sound like Fox News to you? Sound like Republicans in your life to you? Uh, sort of. Yeah, he's, kind he's of the got, same thing. He's got a yeah. conundrum in and of the fact that there is a percentage of people, it's not a big percentage of people within Russia that support this shit. They're hardcore. So you want to, when you bury the dead, rally support for the war through that. But at the same time, if you figure out that a lot of these soldiers are dying, that's not good. People are going to figure out that this has not been a good operation. And it's not gone as smoothly as you think. So that's that's the problem that he has he's facing right now. And that's why well, they're leaving they're, a lot of folks on the battleground. And that's why there's there's uh, stories about them cremating people in Ukraine and not even worrying about trying to get people back to their families or anything like that. That's the kind of shit. That's the kind of mind control that he's into right now. Wow. What a what a uh, creative and wonderful way to disappear your own citizens. It's true. Uh, this time you conscript them into military service. You don't tell them where they're going or why they're going there. They get there and uh, they may realize very quickly that they've been sold a bill of goods and were deceived by their country. Or they may be courageous fighters, but they get killed. And uh, your response is to uh, cremate them before their body can ever get back to correct. to Russia. Nothing, nothing lost. Never heard of him. Don't even have his... Don't have his uh, driver's license number. Uh, we can't identify him kind of thing. That's um, it. But again, Britt, Brit, this is not 75 years ago. No, it's not. And modern communications, you can try to squash it. You can try to kill it off. Yeah. But it, it, it punches through on the margins. And uh, that's got to be one of the reasons that there are people willing to go out every day and and protest and their their courage is again something that that i don't know you don't I, I have no idea how they do it where you know you could get grabbed off the streets no matter what your age if you're an old lady they'll grab you and drag Small, you away and and, and and maybe maybe put you away for for years for of course quote unquote lying yeah that's it um so again 
to, to, to listen to people in this country use that word freedom now, you might want you might want to put that down a notch and, and realize still what we have here um, and the, the tolerance that, that we have for so much. Wasn't the jump the shark moment for the use of that word freedom fries? Wasn't that really like, oh, you you just fucked it up forever, right? That, that was kind of the end of like just shouting that well, as a thing. No, I, I don't think freedom fries killed the word. I I think it it uh, it was a, a a temporary bout of insanity, and and the, you know the word freedom still stood, but but now to use it, I I, I think more. If you look back, go move ahead five years. Let's assume the world kind of straightens out the idea that there were people demanding the freedom to infect other people oh. and and to not take public safety measures right is it's 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 just astounding you know i mean you're still getting vaccines i, I got that uh that shingles vaccine you know, would you the first one or the second you the first one or the second one? i got i got i got them both i got them both already oh geez um, that, that second one kick your ass no. Oh, that second one destroyed me, man. I was, I was, I had the sweats. I was like two or three days with that thing. I think it was a bit. I have a really, I have a really stupid question. This is how stupid I am. I admit yeah. there are things I don't, a lot of things. Is shingles transmissible? Is it a communicable no, disease? Or... I don't think it is. I don't think you can. I think it's like within you. And if you had chicken pox okay. when you were a kid, you can get there you it. Go. But you don't, I mean, I'll take whatever I got versus getting shingles because shingles is terrible. Uh, in, right. in addition to being unsightly, it's extremely uncomfortable and painful and itchy and ugh, but it, that second right. one destroyed me. Well, so my question to uh, you people who refuse to get vaccinated against the uh, coronavirus, and I know you're celebrating right now because you think you've beaten the odds. You, you've won yeah. the game. Good for you. You may not have gotten it. And what wow, we're now only 1200 people a day are dying yeah uh, and by the way just just no i, I don't want the i don't want the daily total but it's still really yeah. high yeah even though it doesn't feel like that anymore and and those of us who are vaccinated or we're moving around a lot more freely than we used to so are you refusing to get the shingles vaccine to freedom is it is is that uh is that been tested enough for you calls freedom have you done your own research on it yet I would, I would hope that everybody that refuses to do that uh, gets, gets it. it. Yeah, that would be my hope. I mean, and, and honestly, what you're seeing now as far as being able to move around and seeing a waning of the cases and stuff like that, we could have been there a year ago if we had just taken ivermectin. If we would have just not done the ivermectin thing, everybody would, we would have been exactly you know, where we are now. Let me just say, your courage in speaking <laughs> truth to Fauci power is impressive. And by, ready? How about this? I'll, I'll give you another counter- intuitive stupid argument oh where's fauci now yeah where are you now wait fauci? <laughs> wait where's he now Hold it. he doesn't need to he doesn't need to <laughs> it doesn't matter right it doesn't now, matter fauci? he's under his desk now isn't he? he's afraid 